Welcome to Game Pinions episode 55. I'm your host, Kalman, and today I'm joined by Dakota. Hey, what's up? Uh, not too much. What's going on with you? Not much, man. Just uh, digging into my new PS5. Which, uh, once again, still extremely jealous of. So how are you, uh, how are you liking it so far? Uh, I-, I like it. I like it a lot. Um, I know we've had a few uh, discussions about it, and I know that's kind of the episode today, or kind of like impressions. But um, you know, the little bit that I've been able to play, um, since there's there's not many games out. Uh, I guess I'll go over kind of what I played and um, you know what my thoughts are. But it's it's good. I, I I feel really good about the purchase. That's awesome. Yeah, I've I've been you know keeping an eye on I guess different articles and stuff, and just getting more and more jealous. And, you know, more excited, I guess, about the generation that's upcoming. So it's it's pretty neat. So I just want to, before I guess you get into it, I figured that we, you know, and, and for the listeners out there, uh, me and Dakota actually agreed he was going to be doing a taste test of all of the PS5 physical games that he had. Um, so do you have those, uh, those discs ready, Dakota? Yeah, <laughs> I do. Well, I'm actually curious, though, because, you know, remember that whole thing when Switch came out? Everyone was like tasting the uh, cartridges because they had like that that anti uh, children eating kids couldn't eat them. (laughs) It's so funny how quickly that became news, too. So, you know, like the first thing somebody had to do was like taste it or put it in their mouth, you know, because like I remember reading it on like IGN, like the day after release. It was like, don't eat your cartridges. (laughs) (laughs) Not a problem with Blu-rays. You'll be happy to know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, so I guess, so you ended up getting it fairly early on launch, right? It, it delivered on time. You didn't have any issues with shipment. Yeah, no issues. So I had it pre-ordered right through Sony. Uh, they had free same day shipping if you were a PlayStation plus member. So that was cool. It got delivered like four o'clock. Um, I took the day off. So, you know, the getting it set up was nice and easy. Um, it was probably a total about an hour, I guess, from time I got it, you know, unpackaged and set up um and transfer data um but yeah i got it got it uh right on you know right on schedule that's what they predicted um when i looked at the tracking and you know it's uh it, it's it's big it, it, it made me um have to move my entertainment center around quite a bit to get it to fit it, it didn't even come close to fitting in where my ps4 was so that was a uh, that was probably half of the hour <laughs> just getting it you know fit <laughs> to where it was not blocking anything or taking up um too much space but it's kind of hard with this thing now do you have it like horizontal no so i have mine vertical i tried to do it horizontal so my entertainment center you know it has two spaces underneath where the tv sits for like cable boxes and things like that dude it didn't even come close to fitting it is so big like and i have the physical edition that that plays discs so um you can imagine. I mean, this thing is pretty wide. It's very heavy. It is. It's very awkward. I do like it um, vertically so far. I've always had my consoles like horizontally. Um, I didn't have a choice to have it any other way. Like literally, the only way I could get this thing to fit in my entertainment center uh, was to put it vertically. Um, yeah. but I do like the look of it. I think more vertically. I don't like how it's uneven. So, like on the PS5, if you look at it, you know, one side opens up it has the wings that open up and it's a little bit wider on the top. So when it did sit on its side, when I was like looking at it, I thought it looked a little bit awkward. So I definitely like the way it looks more standing up anyway. So I guess it kind of worked out. Yeah. Now if, if yours didn't have that baby bump, do you think it would fit in your entertainment center? Dude, I don't, it would still be close. It, it would be close. It would be a tight fit. It would probably be too tight to be comfortable. And I don't have the dimensions. I mean, I, I wish I could, I should have measured it, but I mean, it's like a solid, 
Mm, I want to say it's probably six or seven inches maybe, and it doesn't fit in there. So um, okay. this required me to move my TV over too because <laughs> uh, it wouldn't fit where the TV is like centered in the entertainment center. So that's pretty quite funny. a bit of work yeah. to setting this guy up. Yeah, I, I, saw, I saw some like memes that people were posting. It's just like uh, the only place my you know PS5 fits, and he had it like directly in front of his uh, in the center of his TV set. <laughs> Accurate, <laughs> just right in his uh, line of vision. Yeah. The rumors are true. It is a big system, and we kind of knew that anyway. But even I think I kind of underestimated it a little bit. I was like, oh yeah, it'll fit. It'll fit here. And no, it, it's not even close. So, um, you know, it, it was a it's a big system. Um, the box was big. The box was heavy. Uh, a few things I've read is that people grabbing it by the handles, it was actually tearing the handles. Um, <laughs> so I remember reading that day, like a post on Reddit saying, don't pick it up by the handles when you get it. Cause it's, it's going to, you know, rip and drop. So, uh, oh, yeah. I, I don't know how Sony missed that one, but, um, included, you know, the <laughs> controller, you know, the USB C cable, power cable, um, all that good stuff. No microphone this time around, but there is a mic built into the controller, which works pretty well, which is kind of neat. Okay. Um, oh, that's right. I forgot about that. Yeah. So, so that's kind of cool. Um, I guess they, you know, days gone are the, the, the days of including the headsets. Um, I didn't get any accessories, unfortunately. I didn't get the, the, um, the headset, uh, cause mine works anyway. So like they, you know, the PS4 headsets do work. Um, and I, I didn't get the media remote, which I do want to get, um, to, to kind of give a little bit of a review on that. But, um, so I just have the base console and what came in the box basically. And then the two games I picked up were Demon Souls, Spider-Man, and of course Astro uh, World is the free game that came pre-installed, so you could play while you know other updates and things like that are going on. Yeah, well that's that's pretty cool. So I guess um, the reports of I guess the overall size of the console it wasn't really exaggerated, so that's kind of you know good to know. Just because I mean, usually whenever, whenever you get something like in person, I don't know if you feel this way, but it always seems like smaller in person than it does like when you see it in like a screenshot or a you know like online you know stock photo. So it's it's kind of interesting that it's actually it actually is big. <laughs> like it's, it's actually big. a pretty yeah, big. It's it's much bigger than I pictured. I mean, I knew you know we've talked about it on here before. You know, it, it's a big console, and they've said that it was a big console, and apparently they wanted to make it even bigger. Uh, and they had to be told, no, like make it smaller. I, I was reading something about like, I guess one of the engineers, um, you know, wanted originally for it to be even bigger. And I couldn't <laughs> even imagine. I mean, it's almost like a, like a PC tower. It's, it's pretty, it's not quite there, but I mean, it's pretty close. Yeah. Oh man. That's, that is pretty wild. Um, so I guess when you, you booted it on, how's, how's the operating system? Like, is it an improvement over the PS4 or is it roughly the same? It's definitely an improvement, um, and it's going to get better. So the UI is much quicker, much more responsive. You know, one of the most frustrating things, like whenever we're playing a game, is like trying to multitask on PS4. Like you'll hear me complain all yeah. the time. We'll be in a game of Madden. I'll hit you know the PS button, and you know everything crashes or it's, it freezes or it just takes forever. Um, so it, it's it's very very smooth um it's much more responsive it looks good it looks clean obviously we're missing a few features that the playstation 4 had um that came in updates so again i'm sure we'll get it like the, like the folders 
Um, but there's two separate sections. So you have, um, you have a media section and then you also have a, a game section so you can switch between, but all of your media apps like Netflix, Hulu, you know, obviously are on the, the media side and then the game side are all your games, you know, and anything pertaining to the game. So I do kind of like that, how they have two different channels for that. Cause you know, like if my fiance is on there and wants to watch Netflix, she won't get confused, you know, or click the wrong thing. You know, she could just go right to the media section. Um, and see everything outlined there. So the UI is very clean. Um, and again, it's, it's, it's the response time is awesome. Um, going in between apps or even closing apps. I mean, to go from full power off to, which I guess this more so is, uh, you know, with a solid state drive more than it is the UI, but going from fully off to the game, you know, is, is less than 15 seconds, you know, to go from totally powered off which is awesome. If I have it in rest mode, I mean, by time it comes on, it's you're in a game within five seconds, which is really awesome. And going back and forth between the media apps like Netflix, Hulu, again, that's like an instant, as soon as you hit it, you know, it, it opens up and you're there. So the performance is definitely there. I just wish that we had a little bit more customization at launch. Um, yeah, I feel like at this point, things like folder and organizing should be included. I don't know why that can't, be that way like i don't know why that has to be in an update but it's a thumbs up for me so far definitely on the ui and just performance yeah that's that's awesome i was actually going to ask you about the uh the multitasking on that um because that's that's one of my biggest gripes with ps4 it's like you know you're playing something and you press that home button even if you accidentally press it you're stuck there for you know a good 10 seconds just you know letting Forever. it cross yeah i mean she's trying to join a party like the chat parties on the PS4 is like a painful experience. And I mean, now, you know, we're cross playing obviously. So you're inviting me or I invite you and it's a much quicker, cleaner system the way everything is organized. The trophy system, like the, the trophy outlay is a little bit different. I actually preferred the old trophy, um, view. I don't know if, um, you know, if you've looked up to see what the trophies look like when you go into the game, now you're scrolling like basically from side to side, primarily, now, the cool thing is is that you can sort them, which I can't remember if the PS4 had this. If it did, I never used the feature. But you can sort um, by different categories. So like rarest trophy, you can sort it by only trophies you've unlocked, trophies you haven't unlocked. So there's a, a few things there that you can do. The friends list, um, again, is much more responsive. When you go into somebody's profile, it opens up very quickly. Messaging is very easy. There's no like suspend function, kind of like how you could go from, or at least if there is, I haven't been able to use it yet. I, I don't think there is though. Kind of like the PS4 had, you can suspend and then go into something else. This, you can close it. And I mean, it opens up quick, but I don't think it's the same as the suspend feature. So you mean like you're, you're closing, so you mean like when you just close out of the game and it's still like in the background? Is that yeah, what you mean? yeah, I th it's like a different way, and I, I, it's not the same as the PS4. But again, the boot up time is so fast that I don't know. I, I guess that's supposed to mask it. It's um, but it's it hasn't been like a big issue for me so far yet. You know, you using that just because you can get in and out of things so so fast and so quick. So it, it's a noticeable upgrade. I mean, if I were to have you go on your PlayStation Four and move around come to the PS5 and move around, it's like day and night. It's it's just so much better, which is really awesome. That's good Because that was one of the things we wanted, and I think we talked about on here, was we really wanted the UI to be uh, just better, you know, just much better performance. And it is yeah, it's still missing a few things, but I'm sure we'll get later on in like a system update. Yeah, I, honestly, I hope that they upgrade how the, um, how like the party system is, because I don't like that new change they added. 
Like it just, it looks weird. It's like, it seems a lot less direct than how it used to be. And I hope they change that back because I, I really, I don't like that. I don't know how you feel about that, but I, I do not like that at all. Yeah. Yeah. It's, you know, when you invite me to, it's really nice because it's almost like, you know, when Xbox, when you, when you, you send me the invite and I click, you know, the PS to get the notification, it puts me right in the party, which is really nice. So, um, yeah, again, I'm sure it's something they, I don't know. I don't know if they're going to update that. I mean, that's a, a new change, so I guess we'll see. But I would imagine they probably yeah. won't revert back unless there's a, a lot of complaints or it's just performance-wise, you know, shown to be inferior. But we'll see, I guess. Yeah. So I guess the, you know, a lot of people were saying in like the PlayStation 5 reviews, like the most exciting part of it was actually the controller. So how do you feel about the controller? Because you've had PlayStation since the beginning, and that's always been your favorite controller. So what yeah, do you feel I've about the change? I've kind of seen the whole evolution, you know, from the PS1 to, to now. And dude, it's a good controller. It really is. It's 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 big and it's heavy in like a good way. You know, it, it's had its weight almost like it's very similar size wise to the Nintendo Pro controller, which I mean, that's yeah. a super comfortable controller. So I yeah. definitely don't think it's an exaggeration to say this might be the best controller PlayStation's had. I, I did like, you know, the PlayStation 4 controller. This took that and just made it better. Like, the haptic feedback is unbelievable. If you're not a believer in that technology, play Astro's World, and you know, which is the game that came pre-installed. And that's literally a tech demo for the controller. Uh, and also a good game. I mean, the game's actually really fun for what it is. But, yeah. you know, from the, 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 the triggers, I mean, when, when you're shooting, it's like... You know, if you've ever seen like the modded controllers, how, you know, you get the feedback, the vibrations, depending on, you know, maybe what type of gun you're shooting or like in, in uh, Astro's world, you know, as you're doing the rockets, when you hold down R2 and L2, you know, you'll feel resistance until you get to the bottom and then you really feel it hit. It's really neat. It's really neat. So the two games I got, Spider-Man and Demon Souls, it was almost a little disappointing going back to those. So the first game I played was Spider-Man, which was awesome. I'm sure we'll talk about it here in a little bit. Um, yeah, then I played Demon's Souls, obviously. We played Madden Next Gen a little bit. And then the last game of those that I played was Astro's World, because I knew we were going to be doing this. And I was like, well, I've heard nothing but good things about this. And from what people are saying, to really see what the controller is capable of, you have to play it. And it like it blew me away how fun it was and, and how how much you know capability this controller has. Uh, it's so hard to describe. You, you have to feel it. But going back to those games after playing this, I was like, wow. Like, you know it's early in the, the console life, so developers probably haven't really fully taken advantage of the controller yet, but I'm really excited for yeah. some things that they could do. It, it's unbelievable. Like, it, it just, like I said, if you're not a believer in it, play Astro and, and you will be. That's a guarantee. Yeah, it was funny. I was, I was reading up on that Astro bot, and a lot of people say that it's like the most Nintendo game that Sony has ever made. It does feel Nintendo-ish. It does. It is, uh, like I said, I mean, it, it's basically a tech demo for the controller, but it's it's a it's a cool, good game. It does give me, you know, uh, kind of like when Nintendo would introduce, you know, one of their motion controllers, they'd always have a game that kind of go along with it to show you what it's capable of. That's kind of like what this is. And it always wound up being like a fun game too. You know, like think of like Wii Sports, you know, it's just one that comes to mind. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it, it is kind of like, I can see some Nintendo in there for sure. It, it, it's very charming. It's very fun. A lot of platforming. Um, and every everything you do, the controller is like a, a big aspect of the game. So no matter what you're doing, you're, you're you're feeling it, you're seeing it. You know the buttons are changing. 
it's really neat. It's really neat. I wish you could try it. You know, I, I'm excited for you to get your hands on it. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm really excited. So when you're saying like the triggers have resistance, like, can you actually feel like it, it resisting your, Dude, press? you can feel it. So like right in the beginning, it's almost like a tutorial, you know, it has like six points that it has you go through. So one of them is you're testing the rockets and you do that by holding L2 and R2. You have to like physically push that down. Like the button has resistance. Like if you just try to push it like a normal, like your button, it almost feels like the button's broken. Like, because there's so much resistance on that button, it's almost like locked in place and you really have to pull the trigger. Like it was crazy. Like, like how much force the, the trigger has. And then when you're jumping, you know, you can kind of feel like it, you have like a jetpack. So when you do the jetpack, you know, you can, when you jump, you can kind of feel it in the controller, like that you're off the air. It's crazy how it makes you, you feel like you're off the air just by holding the controller. But yeah, I mean, the triggers give like legitimate resistance. And um, there's one part where you have like a gun you're shooting. It's like an automatic uh, gun. And I mean, the trigger is like going nuts, like vibrating back and forth as you're pulling it. So you can like feel recoil in the controller. It's it's absolutely crazy. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I think that that's going to be kind of cool with uh, Gran Turismo, I think. Like feeling like, I guess, just like the road, you know, you kind of don't really get that feeling usually when you're, you're you know, driving, yeah, the you throttle. know, with like the PS4 controller. Yeah, but feeling the throttle and feeling kind of like the, you know, tires on the pavement in a way. That's going to be it, pretty cool, I think. It, it blew me away. Like, again, I so... I usually don't play like the, you know, the little games like this. I really don't. But again, I did because I, I've just heard so many good things about it. And they really said like to, to see what the dual sense is about. You really, you have to play this game. Like you just have to. And it's, it's phenomenal. Like it blew me away. I was so impressed. Um, and like I said, you know, when I went back to go play the other games, it's just so disappointing that it doesn't have that same technology yet or they yeah. haven't fully taken advantage of it yet. I mean, like some do. So like, for example, Spider-Man, when you're swinging, you know, you can feel resistance in the R2 as you're swinging, which is cool. And there's different um, parts in the story and cutscenes where you can feel, you know, the controller buzzing or you know, transmitting a, a certain sensation, which is something that's going to be a little bit more immersive too, because I don't know about how you are, but like when I play a game, if it goes to a cutscene, sometimes I have the tendency to put my controller down and then like, you know, maybe pick up my phone and look at it or, you know, grab some soda or something. But like, I would put it down and I could, see, you know, you can hear the controller moving or even like feel it on the table. I was like, oh, I guess I should probably be holding this. So, you know, there's parts of the game where you aren't even playing that they able, they're able to like work in some of that, which was neat. Um, that is cool. Madden Next Gen, I played a little bit of and you can feel the play clock as it ticks down like five, four, three. You can feel pulses in the controller. Um, I haven't yeah. played too much of the next gen Madden yet to know what else they've implemented, but yeah, I mean the possibilities are endless. And who's to say games might not get an update later on with functions on the controller? So I guess we'll see. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, um, it's it's again another thumbs up. I mean they did a really good job on it. The battery life too is much better. I've noticed it takes it's USB C as well. So uh, big fan of that. Great. Much seems yeah. faster to charge as well. So I, I think they nailed it really. That's awesome. Yeah, I mean USB C. It's such a such a better connection than that uh that micro USB that they were using. Uh, that that thing sucks. I mean those things, those wires and cables and the connection point, it just gets ruined so they easily. Break, they wear down. Yeah, they, they you know they yeah. lose their grip. Oh, it's thank God. It's they like made I that can't decision. tell you. <laughs> yeah, like how many times like I've I've went and purchased a new one of those cables and you you get them 
and the little prongs that kind of hold them in place, like just out of the box, they're flat and you can't, they it won't stay plugged up down. Or they don't work. You know, I can recall us playing um, our NASCAR uh, game and using the controller. And, you know, I think that uh, at one point you were plugged in and like it was plugged in, but it, you know, your controller was disconnecting because it couldn't register that it was plugged in. Oh, yeah. So. It's awful. It's so bad. Um, but I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm super happy that they went with USB-C. But no, that's that's great, though, hearing about the controller because, I mean, I was a huge, you know, I am still am. It's not like that went away, but I'm a huge fan of the DualShock 4. Um, so knowing that this controller seems like, you know, it's improved upon that makes me pretty excited because I've always been partial towards PlayStation controllers because that's kind of been my console most of the time too. So yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm super excited about that, but I'm definitely glad to hear because I was, I was, that's actually something I was going to ask you if you played the Astrobot game, because I know they had one for VR a while ago, which was apparently really good. And I don't know, they do a great job just kind of showing, I guess the features on everything. So that's cool. They had one with, you know, the controller and kind of displaying all of its functionality. But I, I imagine that's going to be exciting, especially for Madden. Like, you know, that's that's a game, you know, we play every single year. And, you know, we we talked about in our, our sports podcast about like our sports games podcast about like how we miss like the crowd noise. Imagine like the crowd noise pulsing the controller too. you know, if they bring back that kind of feature. I think that'd be pretty neat. It, it would be awesome. You know, if they implement that maybe into, you know, maybe those triggers, you know, they could, they could make it harder to kick a field goal or something, you know, maybe they yeah. can get that, that kick button to, to, to R2 or something. I mean, again, it's, there's so much room to, to be able to do something. And I think it went a long way, including that Astro game and having that and, and really going like balls to the wall in terms of the functions, like everything, the controller feels like the game more than like the game feels like the game. It, it's just so neat. And it's, it's one of those things you just have to play it. Like if you can, if you have a friend that has it, find some way to, to play it and really see, cause like talking about it doesn't do it justice. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, you know, it's kind of similar to, you know, some of the other things like VR, it's like you can describe it to people, but I guess until they actually have it in hand or on head or whatever, uh, you know, it's kind of hard to really fully grasp what that is, you know, what that experience is like. Um, so that's, man, that's, that's pretty exciting. I'm excited to, to try out that controller now. So besides Astrobot, you mentioned the other games. Um, how was, how was Spider-Man? I mean, that's, that's one of my games that I'm, I'm looking forward to when I get the PS5, but how, how was it? Was it as good as the original better? You know what? It's, I would say, I don't know that I can say that it is a better game than the first one, but it definitely cleaned some things up. So the web slinging is much improved. Um, it feels, I mean, think about how good it felt in, you know, the first Spider-Man, they made it better somehow. It just, it feels better. The city feels a little bit bigger. Um, the combat is improved. It's not as like, not that Spider-Man was janky, but it just feels smoother, which just might be because it's on a new system. I don't know. Like, I don't know if there's any, if they actually did improve it. It just, it feels better. They definitely improved the swinging though. The story was uh, not quite as good. It was very predictable, but it was a good story. It was short. So I played through it twice to get the platinum. Cause that's just like, you know, I wanted to do everything in the game and, and really get my money's worth it. You know, $50 being the cheapest game, maybe ever on the PS five at this point, <laughs> besides yeah, Astro, which was free, but that was a nice thing. But I wanted to get my money's worth and, and really see everything the game had to offer with it being my first PS five game. And, yeah. uh, you could play through the story in like four hours. If you're just going mission to mission, um, in total, I probably 
I got the platinum, I think like probably under 20 hours, like 17 or 18 hours. And I, that's completing everything in the game. So it's short. It's, it's, and the story's not quite as good, but the gameplay is better. It's definitely something worth playing. You know, uh, again, Sony nails these, these Spider-Man games. And this takes place basically right directly after the events of the first game. So okay. in terms of the story, I, I'm really, I really hope we get like a full Miles Morales type game. His powers were really neat too, um, compared to, you know, what Peter Parker has. So it's, um, again, I would say probably the first Spider-Man was, was the better game in terms of like the story and everything. But uh, gameplay wise, I, I think that this is improved. And then, you know, the second game I got, which was um, Demon Souls, which I was really excited about. I never played on the PS3 when this came out. I didn't realize how old mm. this game was either. I didn't know this was the first of like the Souls game. It came out in 2009. Um, and I don't know. Have you ever played any? I know you played Bloodborne a little bit. Have you ever played any of the other the Souls games? Uh, I have the uh, the original remake on the Switch, but that's the only Souls game I've ever played. Is it is it Demon Souls or Dark Souls? Do you know? Uh, it's Dark Souls. Yeah, it's, it's just the remake Dark- of like the original Dark Souls. Yeah. Yeah. So like we were talking about on the PS4 podcast, Bloodborne is one of my favorite PlayStation games. You know, for the PS4, um, and that was the yeah. first Souls game I played. And then I tried to play Dark Souls three, and I didn't really like it. I don't know. It, it just felt like too defensive. Um, but I really wanted to play this just because it, it looked really neat. It kind of did what like Bloodborne was. I, I really didn't know anything about it, but like the gameplay intrigued me. Like I just, I wanted to play it and it's awesome. Um, they've made some like quality of life changes in the game too. So it's, it's a remaster. It's totally redone. Uh, the graphics are, are unbelievable. The gameplay is unbelievable. I mean, it's so smooth. The combat feels so good playing it, but they changed some of the, like the bosses and kind of how some of the game works, I guess, like in the original, um, I guess if you were over encumbered, you had to send gear or you couldn't send gear back to like your home base. You know, you had to go drop off, get back underweight and then go back. And in this one, you know, now you can send gear that you have back to the base without having to load out of the map and drop your stuff off. So just small, like quality of life changes like that. But this game's awesome. Like I'm, I have 17 hours in one character and about five in a second one. Cause I wanted to try some of the different, like, um, you know, play styles and builds and yeah, it's really awesome. It, it's, it's really awesome. And this is another exclusive, you know, to the PlayStation, the only exclusive I believe at launch and I mean, it's this game would be worth buying it. Just even I think if you've played Demon Souls, it's it's worth a, a run through. It's it, the game just looks gorgeous. So definitely thumbs up to both of those games as well. Yeah, that's 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 pretty awesome. I haven't. Yeah, like I said, I haven't I haven't even you know played through like the original Dark Souls at all. I don't know. It didn't really stick with me that well. I think Bloodborne was kind of more my style too. Now, do you think that this one is more similar to Bloodborne than I guess Dark Souls is? You know what? It's um it's not as defensive that I I found from Dark Souls. You know, Dark Souls is a lot of like hiding behind the shield. And admitted admittingly, like that was the first character I did because I was just getting whooped. <laughs> my Bloodborne like muscle memory is like gone. So, you know, the first area I started is just kind of like a um, you know, I kind of made a knight just hiding behind a, a shield, stick and poking. And I did that for, like I said, about 17, 18 hours of the game. And then I was like, you know what? I want to try something else. So I tried another build. And I think it's it's not as offensive as Bloodborne, which is really the thing that I liked about Bloodborne. You know, you're really on the attack and you're encouraged for being aggressive. This one, you can be aggressive. I feel like there's more play styles available than, than Dark Souls. So 
Yeah, I, I okay. Bloodborne was so different than any of the other ones. I would probably place this in like the middle, if that makes sense. It's like a little bit of both. At least that's what I, you know, my feelings on it. That makes sense. Yeah, that that's probably something that I probably would try. I'd probably wait for a sale on it, I guess, just because I mean I have such a hard time committing to like not hard games. And when I have a hard game, it's just I get so frustrated that mm, I end up not that. picking it back up. <laughs> <laughs> so how how mad have you gotten so far? Like, have you been like pretty pissed uh, off? You know, I know the process. So I, like, I know if I die, it's my fault. You know, the, the frustrating thing about this game, and I'll tell you, and I didn't know this. So, you know, in Bloodborne, you work through an area, you get a shortcut. The shortcut opens up a gate, maybe at the main start area that leads to the boss, right? So you only got to make it through the whole area once. And once you figure that out, you're good. Because then if you die, you have the shortcut that takes you directly to the boss. Demon Souls doesn't work that way. The hard part about this (laughs) game is getting to the boss because there's no shortcuts. There's very few. And they're not like Bloodborne where it takes you to the end of the level where the boss is. So that's the most frustrating thing at first. Um, You know, I'm playing, I'm like, where's my shortcut? Because like I would get close to the boss and die and have to do it all over again with, with no help. So you're like, Jesus, like, I, did I miss it? But no, but there's, there's no shortcuts in this game. So I, I got pretty frustrated at first, but I know the process, <laughs> you know, it starts to click a little bit. Um, and once you start to know the enemies again, it's, it's kind of like Bloodborne where you can kind of start, it's still challenging. I mean, the bosses are challenging and, and you can't really slip up. You got to pay attention because the minions can kill you too. Um, but you really get a feel for it. For example, you know, the first character I played, which I didn't, again, this is my first time ever playing this game. I don't know the maps. I don't know the traps, the enemies, the bosses. I have no idea. I was like 17 hours. This second character, I'm almost to where I was at on the first run and I'm under six hours. So you can really start to start like, you know, breezing through the game a little bit. And I know on the Souls games, they always say like the game doesn't really start until new game plus, you know, the first run through is not really the full game. So I, I, this is a game that I think I'll probably be sticking with and playing for a while. You know, the, the builds are, are really fun and getting different gear and, and power ups is, I feel it's like it's, I'm going to be playing this for a little bit. I'm thinking so. Yeah. Yeah. I, most people that I know that play the souls games, they beat them multiple times. Like, uh, you know, TJ, he, he plays through, I think he played through like bloodborne. I don't know, like, 12 times or something like that <laughs> he just keeps going and going and going and you just get better and better plus and plus and yeah, yeah you just require you to do that so you have to play through it again um oh yeah and, and some items are locked behind that so i guess that's what they say you know the full game doesn't really start until new game plus the other cool thing about this compared to bloodborne is bloodborne you know you had levels you followed in order this is pretty open-ended which kind of confused me a little bit but you can pretty much go wherever you want in each world you could play the fifth world mm. first after you do the like the first area you could play the third one you could do the it doesn't matter so um that's kind of neat because it you know weapons aren't locked to the end of the game you can kind of get you know good lep good weapons to take you through uh the higher levels pretty early on so i think that that's pretty beneficial compared to like bloodborne where some things were you got later in the game overall yeah. um only my third Souls game, but it's, I, again, I barely played Dark Souls because I just didn't have any interest. So I guess I'd consider this, you know, the second one that I've played for extended period and I'm having a blast with it. Well, that's pretty cool. Yeah, because I mean that, 
I think of all the the launch games that they showed off, I feel like this one probably got like the most excitement around it just because people have been asking for this for a long time and it's heavily rumored for a long time. So, I mean, I don't know if you're, I guess if you're an early adopter of the PS5, it, it just, it makes too much sense not to get that game. So, I mean, that's, that's awesome that you're enjoying it. It's good to hear that you're not, you're not raging. Um, Cause yeah, I know for me, anyway. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know for me, like once I get mad, my, my skill level degrades very sharply and, and it's that you just uh it's not do in this game you know you start getting frustrated and you're gonna <laughs> die even quicker you have to you have to remain calm and you know uh <laughs> be collected when you're playing this if it's if you're getting frustrated you gotta just turn it off come back to it yeah. <laughs> um but yeah i figured you know with it being an exclusive and i never played it you know i definitely wanted to, to jump in and i'm glad i did few other games that i would like to get um so like you know the madden next gen just came out which i haven't played too much um unfortunately there is cross play you know between the playstation 4 and um the playstation 5 and we have our franchise we do in madden but unfortunately the save doesn't import so that'll be exciting when you get your ps5 you know we can both play on the next gen but the little bit that i did play it's cool i mean graphically I thought the PS4 version with like the boosted HD graphics on PS5 looked good anyway. Like when we first played that, you know, I made, I I said like, is this the next gen version? And I was like, no, it can't be. But like, it looked better graphically. Like the colors were like more vibrant, but this new one, it it looks really good. You know, the next gen stats are really cool. You know, I played a couple uh, series. So, you know, the defensive end coming off the play, you know, as he beats the lineman, it'll show you his top speed, how long it took him to get to the quarterback and things like that. So um, again, I don't know how the controller plays into that. If they made any improvements with the haptic feedback. So we'll have to find out, but at launch, there's not a ton to play. You know, you have bug snacks, which is that free PlayStation game, which I I haven't played yet, (laughs) but I heard it was kind of funny. I don't know if you heard anything about it. I I heard that too. Yeah. So that's probably going to be on the list, you know, um, NBA 2k, even though the 2k series is, uh, Get a lot of hate these days. It seems like they deserve it <laughs> with their microtransactions. But uh, that game does look gorgeous, and I do want to play. The season's coming up, so I'm getting a little excited for basketball. So I'll probably purchase that closer closer to the, the start of the season. I have really, man, these $70 games, they really, you really got to think before you buy a game now at full price. Yeah, that's, oh, man, you really have to, you really have to set aside some cash <laughs> to, yeah, to, I think to dedicate this, to that. Yeah, you know, this is not going to be a generation where I'm going to get a big backlog of games to play. I'm really not like I'm going to I'm going to finish the games I have, I think, because at $70, I mean, that's that's a lot of money to to have and be like, oh, well, you know, I'll get to it later, especially with how game sales are now. I mean, think of like how many you know games come out and then God of War was like $20, like, a you know, less than a year after it came out. So I think this might turn me into like a, a patient gamer this gen, but I'm kind of excited about that. I think, you know, maybe get more out of the games that I play. Yeah. But yeah, absolutely. We'll see. Yeah. That's, that's definitely something I'll have to consider too. Cause I mean, man, at 70 bucks, you better like that game. <laughs> you better like it. Yeah. <laughs> you're stuck you know, with digital it. Only. I mean, not that you can return unopened games anyway. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh yeah. Digital, open you're games committed. anyway, but you know, a lot of people I'm sure have digital and you know, you're locked into that purchase. You can't sell the digital version. If you buy a physical and you don't like it. You could always, you know, sell it secondhand. And recoup some of that yeah um, if you get yeah, digital you'll have to sell the whole console yeah <laughs> <laughs> here's my profile password and here's my console I mean, think about that i think you know the playstation collection which has a lot of games that i've played already 
um, that's available on the PS5. So they're just the PS4, uh, uh, you know, they're the PS4 games boosted to the PS5. So like Days Gone, God of War, Uncharted, I think is on there. So like I played a lot of the games that were there. Days Gone is one I downloaded because I haven't played that. It was one of the few exclusives I didn't get to. Ooh. Um, so that's probably going to be what I'll tackle after Demon Souls. Um, but I was reading that uh, some people were game sharing their PlayStation collection. Because again, you get that free with the PS5. So right off the bat, yeah. you have 20-ish. I think, I, I don't know the exact number. Maybe it's not 20, whatever. But you have quite a few games available to you. Um, and they are PS4 games, but they are boosted to like the PS5. But I was reading that people were game sharing that and uh, Sony was banning PS5 consoles, I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, I did have one question I forgot to ask you, um, and that was about your hardware or your hard drive space. How are you doing on your space right now? I know a lot of people are complaining about that early on. Are you having like a, a shortage of your memory yet or are you still pretty good? Not yet. I mean, I'm still pretty good. Um, you know, Madden uh, is uh, probably like 80 gigs total. You know, when you look at the next gen version and the the version I have, I think that Demon Souls was like 50 or 60 gigs, I want to say, but I haven't had any storage issues yet. The issue, which uh, it's going to be an issue. So one of the features from the PS5 to the PS4 is when you get a trophy, it records gameplay. Um, and it saves that that gameplay, right? Like the gameplay is always being recorded. When you get yeah. a trophy, it takes a video of before and after when you get it automatically. So if you don't turn that off, I mean, you definitely could run into some storage issues. And that's actually one of the things Ooh. that I was recommended to do was, um, you know, turn that off if, if you don't care about it because it's going to eat up your storage compared to the PS4 where it would just take a still. Now, that's had some pretty cool... Uh, you know, videos like I've seen some videos online of people getting certain trophies and seeing the video of what happened. If it's a hard trophy is kind of neat, but yeah, that'll eat up your storage. I did transfer all of my games, not the games themselves, but the saves. I didn't really transfer many games from my PS4 to the PS5. I did Madden and that was really about it. I think so storage wise, I'm good, but you know, I'm sure as more and more things come out, you know, I might have to either upgrade the drive or get an external if, if that's the case i'm not sure what's what options are available at that point but yeah so not yet but you know i'm sure i'll get there now you did get the physical version you got that physical version just because you know you have blu-rays and all that now are you planning to mainly get physical games still or are you going to probably transition to digital yeah i'll probably i'll probably buy digital when i can so i bought spider-man physical and then I bought Demon Souls digital. So it will probably be a matter of what I'm feeling, I guess, that day. You know, if I'm in a store and I see a game I want to get, I'll decide to buy it. If it's a game I had pre planned, I think I'll probably wind up getting it like a game at launch. I'm thinking it will probably be bought digital. It's just too easy to pre download and have it available without having to leave and go to like a midnight release, even though, I mean, geez, most places don't even do that anymore. Um, yeah. So what I'm thinking is, is like, you know, if it's a new game that I pre-plan to get, I will probably, probably buy it through the store and buy it digitally. If it's, you know, maybe a game that's been out for a little bit and I see it, you know, as I'm shopping, Hey, Oh, this is 20 bucks. Okay. I'll buy it. So, you know, maybe those games that have been out a little bit longer because, you know, it it is, I did buy the, the, the physical just because I wanted it for this gen. I just, I think next gen is going to be all digital anyway. So I figured I'll just get the one with physical. Um, but I, I, you know, truthfully, I don't want to keep adding 
you know, discs. I mean, I have games right next to me sitting here and it's cool to look at, but I mean, they just take up so much space. Um, they do. And that's actually something I, uh, I didn't talk about, um, when we were talking about like the UI and stuff, but the only thumbs down I really got to give is the PS five store is unorganized and really hard to navigate. Surprisingly, that's the only thing right now. Like, really? again, you would have thought you could just kind of copy and paste what the PS four has. Cause it's so easy to find what you're looking for. PS five is like awful. I don't know if you saw like screenshots of what it looks like, but it's not good. I have in its current state. I haven't even seen the operating I meant to bring up. I had like a pros and cons and the store was really the only thing where I'm like, you know, thumbs down. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, even I mean, honestly, even the PS4 store wasn't great. I can't imagine. I can't imagine a, a worse thing than that. Ah, <laughs> like, they, I mean, that's kind of scary. <laughs> Somehow, it's just like things are not right in front of you. Like, you know, when you go, you know, you know, think of like your Netflix, your Hulu, you know, anything. You want things to be right in front of your face and accessible. You don't want to have to dig behind different screens to get somewhere. And that's kind of what you have to do. Not only that, but it's like. The store has like no flow. There's no like it's. I don't know how to describe it. It's just it's it's just like a sloppy mess. I really don't like it. I hope that gets updated because that's really my only complaint with the system so far. Why can't they just copy Apple for that? Like I just don't understand. Just hey, just make everything Apple easy to Sony. <laughs> yeah, like yikes. I mean, and that, especially because digital the digital market is you know growing so so much over the last generation and going into this one like why wouldn't you want to make it as easy as possible for people to be able to find what they want so i mean hopefully that's a you know an update that's coming soon to fix that but i mean i don't really i can't really remember um you know the ps4's store getting updated too much i mean i feel like that store looks the exact same as when we first got the the console so I don't know. Yeah, I, I can't remember to be honest. Jeez, I'm trying to think. I, I really can't remember. Maybe minor updates. Uh, you know, I'd have to look and see. But yeah, I mean, just make it more like the PS4 store. That's all you got to do. That's, that'll be more than sufficient. Wow, that's that's uh yeah, that's kind of disappointing to hear though. I mean, you would think that everything would have been uh, improved, and you would think that the thing they want to improve the most is the area where you're going to be spending money at <laughs> yeah i might so, be buying physical till they yeah. get that sorted out we'll see <laughs> yeah <laughs> i don't know targets targets operating system is very strange now when you go in there it's like i have no idea where anything is but no um <laughs> yeah man that's that's disappointing so i guess we'll we'll go ahead and um jump on over to this uh this other segment that i was kind of putting in here so you were you were obviously you know lucky enough to be one of the the few PlayStation Five owners that was able to get their their console. Um, unfortunately, people are not in that same situation. It, I think it was the day before Thanksgiving, or the maybe it was the night of Thanksgiving. Um, it looks like there was some stores like Walmart, GameStop, a couple others that you know were updating. I guess their their inventory, and they were getting some in. And I don't know if you saw some of like the stories, but like Walmart's website, as soon as those went live, like the website was basically crashing and they were basically sold out like almost instantly. Like they were just gone. <laughs> you could go log on there. You're in like a waiting list and it's just gone. As soon as it hits midnight or whatever, it's just gone. I, I believe it. Like it, it, they flopped on this so bad and it's the retailers that just, you know, you need to put some kind of authentication in there to, to make sure bots aren't getting in because what was that article I saw? You know, this reselling group had like a thousand PS fives, you know, and 
the thing about that, if you're, you know, a Sony or even these retailers, you're probably not making a lot on the console, right? Like usually things like that are sold at cost. So like, you know, obviously when I worked at Best Buy, you made no money on the console. You know, you really didn't make any money on the games either. You know, it's the accessories, the things that are marked up that you really make money on. So you got to think for these retailers, like you want somebody to buy a controller, a headset, the media remote, you know, the peripherals with the console. You're letting people buy all of these consoles and the resellers aren't buying that additional stuff. You know, they're buying the, the systems. That's what they care about. Yeah. You think of maybe you sell that to a customer who's going to buy those other things, you know, as a gift for Christmas or whatever it is. So yeah, I don't know yeah. why they haven't added some type of authentication to do away with bots. It, it's really surprising and it's really unfortunate as you know, I'm sure you'll talk about the prices on eBay. Oh, absolutely. Systems. Yeah. You know, to say mm. I wasn't t- a little tempted when they were selling launch night for like $1,800, <laughs> I, I, you know, you're a little tempted <laughs> to maybe put it up there. I mean, geez, that's a, a PS5. That's a TV. That's a, you know, any game I want at launch and some money left oh, over. Absolutely. So yeah, you know, the temptation was definitely there, but you know, I, I wanted to keep mine. It just stinks for people yeah. that are trying to buy them as gifts. And now that's your only option, unfortunately. Yeah, it's, oh man, it, it sucks. And I think that there's ways that they could combat this. Honestly, if I were, if I were retailers and I was Sony and I'm seeing like, you know, there's people out there making profit off of our console, uh, I would be making it, I'd be making it mandatory that in order to buy each PlayStation 5, you need to purchase a year's worth of PlayStation Plus in order to do it. And I feel like that maybe it wouldn't, you know, maybe there's a workaround for that. But I mean, I feel like you should have to commit to buying a year's worth of PlayStation Plus if you're going to be purchasing the PS5. Uh, I just I think that's that's honestly the way to go because it's it's gotten kind of ridiculous. Like on Thanksgiving night, there was a, it, it got to the point where people are so desperate for the system that there were people waiting outside of uh, GameStop on Thanksgiving on like a mattress, like sleeping outside, waiting to get I their PS5. That. And apparently the GameStops only had like two each. If they had any, it was like a max of two. Um, yeah, I had yeah, people it's not messaging, a lot. messaging me, you know, because I know I, I used to work at Best Buy. They're like, hey, how do I get this? Or, hey, can you help me get one? <laughs> uh, no, <laughs> and no. And, you know, Sony literally said everything is sold. So they're not in the back. They're, you know, they're not going to be here for some time at this point. I mean, they literally said what we have is sold. So now you're waiting for the second wave of uh, systems to come in, and who knows when that's going to be? You know, I'm sure COVID has slowed down some things a little bit. I, you know, we're hoping maybe after the holidays at this point. But yeah, it's unfortunate, really. If you didn't get a pre-order, you did not get one, which was not the case with the PS4. I didn't pre-order the PS4, and I got one fairly easily. So uh, yeah, yeah. I almost wonder if I mean you can't really anticipate it, but I, this is like back in like the ps3 Wii days you know where you went months oh, without yeah, seeing one in a while like i mean that's like waiting a year to get the Wii. like it was just gone like you couldn't find them they'd restock sometimes on sundays or if you saw them in like catalogs but for the most part they weren't there and i mean the the people that did wait outside of gamestop and apparently that was not uncommon and that was actually all throughout the country um of people doing that you know just to get their hands on the ps4 now it's it's looking like it's going to be hard to get one of these for the holiday season and probably sometime afterwards. I'd say probably by like, you know, February or March. I think that, you know, everything's kind of going to settle down and 
you know, the the scalpers and all that, you know, their market's going to kind of dry up a bit. Oh, man, um, I hope they now, get stuck with every system they bought. I really Well, do. I mean, they, that might be the case. It honestly might be. And like, and, you know, the, the PlayStation Twitter account, you know, they came out and they said, you know, you know, we thank gamers everywhere for making the PS5 launch our biggest console launch ever. Demand for PS5 is unprecedented. So we wanted to confirm that more PS5 in inventory would be coming to retailers before the end of the year. So please stay in touch with your local retailers. Unfortunately, the local retailers are going to botch each and every one of those sales. Like it's just going to happen. The you know the bots are going to go in there and they're going to buy those up. So now you know we move on to the you know the scalpers that are out there. And I actually went on eBay and I tried to reach out to the bot or for the um, sellers on eBay just to kind of get an idea of what the highest price they sold the PS5 was and. Unfortunately, none of them responded, probably because I referred to them as scalpers. I don't know if that's a derogatory term. Is it? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Hey, scumbag. And, what's yeah. the highest price you're getting these days? <laughs> oh, you can respond? Hey, sleazeball. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I looked at the um, sales numbers that eBay provides. I don't know a ton about eBay. I don't know how accurate the sales numbers are when they have like, you know, this quantity sold. I imagine they're fairly accurate. But the PlayStation 5 listings, and this one was listed at uh, $1,799. It sold, that seller sold 34 PlayStation 5s. Imagine that profit margin for that sale. It's unreal. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're paying money. Obviously, it's a pain in the butt to ship. It's big, but still you're making, you know, almost triple uh, of what you spent. And I'm looking now, yeah. you know, I'm on eBay now and it looks like the going price. I mean, one sold today for nine sixty nine ninety nine, uh, yeah. 1200, just the system just sold for 1200. And I'm not sure if you it's, saw this it's either. Crazy. eBay was apparently cracking down. People were selling the box for like $600 <laughs> trying to, you, have to. you know, they're putting up the picture of the box and then they're putting in the comments box only, but people were buying these thinking they were getting the full, you know, system and they're just you have buying to read the box. Descriptions, so, man. Greed knows no bounds, I guess. <laughs> well, that was like, that was like the Xbox one. Did you see that one uh, picture where he, uh, th- this guy ordered the Xbox one and it was actually just a, like, a grayscale picture, like a printout <laughs> yeah, of the box. <laughs> like $600 oh. for it. But Jeez. it's it's absolutely crazy. It's absolutely crazy. A PlayStation Five listed at nine hundred ninety nine. That's that seller sold three hundred and twenty one of those PlayStation Fives. Oh my god! Now, I wanted to because I kind of wanted to you know look into the I guess the whole the whole scalping thing to see if it was actually worth doing. Like, are they actually making a lot of money? And even though these numbers look bad. I mean, 321 PlayStations at $999. That's pretty bad. And this isn't even factoring in Craigslist, Facebook Marketplace, all that stuff. But I don't know if these sellers are actually really selling that many. Like, and like I said, the numbers look bad, but in the grand scheme of things, I think that it's probably not going to be worth it in the end. I feel like most people aren't going to purchase these PlayStation 5s at an extreme price. Don't go on eBay and look up the reviews for the PlayStation 5. Because you have like a lot of like grandparents on there buying these up for like their grandchildren and stuff. And people are like, well, you know, the scalpers, they're just, you know, they're taking an opportunity. And it's like, no, they're they're kind of cheating the system. Um, but, you know, 
don't want to get too far into the morality of that that practice, but it's uh, it's insane. I mean, my advice to people is to just wait. Like it's a great, it's probably going to be a great system, but it's going to be a great system a few months from now when it's being sold at, you know, a fraction of the price that you're going to be able to buy it off of eBay or Facebook marketplace or, you know, any other online retailer at this point, it's probably not worth it. And it's going to have more games at that point. So it's, uh, unless you, I, I, I honestly can't even, can't even, you know, come up with anything to really justify purchasing it at that kind of price. I mean, we're on here on our show after, you know, and this was actually our last episode. We're saying how great the price is. Not, not if you're, not if you're paying, you know, $1,800 for this thing, it's not not worth worth it. it. It's not worth it. I'm glad that I got one. I'm glad that I, I was able to pre-order through Sony at retail. I would not have spent more than retail to get it at launch. It's not worth it. It's not worth it right now. No. And Mm-mm. They're going to be available, yeah, for sure. Yeah, like if it's eight, if it's eighteen hundred dollars, it better be gold plated at that point because <laughs> it's it's just ridiculous. It's so ridiculous, and yeah. there's people that are having issues. Like, and that's the thing. It's like launch consoles uh, of all the of all the runs of like the you know the consoles. You're going to have the most issues with the launch batch. You just will because there's. I mean, they're not out in the wild yet. Not all of them have been tested yet. Yeah. And you're just going to have issues. You could be paying $1,800 for a system. You're going to have to send in for repairs at some point. And there's no returns. Like if you look on the eBay, it says no returns. There's a they're not, not going to take that $1,800. Yeah. Early adopter. I will say, so like, I, you know, I go on the PS5 Reddit every day, just to kind of added that to my, my browsing list to see what people are saying. And Sony apparently has been phenomenal with getting replacement, replacement consoles out because some people there, unfortunately had oh, the yeah. console and uh you know they got a bad one and it's not working and sony sent them the box uh and they were even what they were even doing too they were sending them a ps5 before even receiving their broken ps5 so that they could continue playing um that's awesome so uh, yeah like within two weeks they've gotten new systems out to people um if you file a claim so kudos to sony on that yeah it's awesome that is really awesome yeah, it makes me wonder if Sony will eventually crack down on this because I don't know. Like, it's I don't think there's anything that says it's illegal to do that, like to I guess sell their product at a higher price. But you would imagine that they wouldn't like that, even though I guess they're still technically getting that sale in a way because they you know that person you know bought up all those systems. But it, I don't know. It just seems like that would be some kind of issue in some it, way. It's an issue at the reseller or the I'm sorry the retailer. Uh, at their level, they they need to fix it. They need to have some kind of authentication, or like you said, you know, Walmart was having kind of like rooms you could go in, and that's kind of like what Sony did when when I had to pre-order. It put you in a lobby, and then basically you had 15 minutes to you know purchase it, or but you had to wait. You you were in a queue in a lobby, and then once it was your turn, you were able to go in and get it, um, and you were only able to buy one. But again, it's I don't know that I don't know that deters bots. I think really only having some kind of authentication will will fix that. Yeah, and it's it's almost like the you know the retailers like you know Walmart etc. You know it seems like they really only care that the system gets sold. They don't really care who it gets sold to. And you know I feel like I don't know it's 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 just a big problem. Like I mean I guess there's not really any incentive for them to to fix the problem because they're getting a profit anyway. So it's it's really frustrating and it gets to the point where, you know, it's, it's not, I don't think it's going to deter people from getting the system ultimately, but it's, it's just annoying. Like it's annoying that it's 2020 and we've had so many instances of this occur 
with scalping and all that. And there still isn't any real measure to, you know, prevent that from happening. So it's, uh, I don't know, it seems like this happens almost every time, you know, maybe last generation being, you know, the outlier there, but it's, uh, it's frustrating. It's definitely frustrating. Yeah. Cause it seems like, I mean, with all the ones listed on eBay, if you wanted a system, had it not been for resellers, you probably would have got one. Yeah. Yeah. It's man, it's, it's bad, especially in like in a a short year. Um, it's, you know, with everything going on, it's, it's just, it's bad. I just feel like people might even be just because of how crappy this year has been for a lot of people. They might be more, you know, okay with paying out (laughs) the, you know, (laughs) money's already tight, you know, across the the country and you got people gouging, you know, (laughs) PS5. Let's just drop two grand on it. You know, why not? Like it's been a crappy year. It's my, you know, my Christmas present. You get the thing. It's not working. Like it's it's so dumb. Oh, it's so dumb. But yeah, so I I thought that was interesting, you know, how people are kind of ripping other people off. But I don't, like I said, I don't know how successful that really is. I don't know if a few people have been successful with it. I'm just, I'm curious how much of a cut eBay gets out of, out of those sales too. I'm sure eBay is loving that in some ways, but it's, uh, yeah, it's bad. (laughs) Yeah. 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 No end in sight until Sony pumps out more consoles, unfortunately. Yeah. And, and it's, and they, they will get them out. I'm not sure if like the new Xbox is, is having these issues because I really don't keep up with it that much, but yeah, it's, it's just, it's so wild. And this, we, we knew this was going to happen. <laughs> like this, it's not really a surprise. Get, but PlayStation has really taken the mantle, I think, as the console to be on. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, I don't see the same demand with Xbox. Same thing. I could be wrong, but I mean, they they seem like they were much easier to get. Yeah, there's. I mean, there's a whole bunch of, of crazy stuff that they're talking about, like Xbox. How you know Microsoft's currently looking into um, why, like, because the Xbox is more powerful than the PlayStation Five on paper. But for multi-plat games, for some reason, the PlayStation 5 is outperforming it. So there's, I mean, there's, there's so many, there's so many weird things going on with that. So Microsoft is, is kind of scratching their head wondering what's going on. Like, it just seems like the PS5 might be a little bit more fine-tuned, at least early on for those multi-plat games. But it's just, it's, it's so crazy. But it just, it definitely does seem though, PlayStation 5, I don't know if maybe Xbox has just more of them circulating. There's more units that they have, you know, at the ready to set to, you know, sell or if PlayStation five or PlayStation brand, you know, it's just so popular right now that people are just buying them up and people really want it. Uh, I'm not really, I'm not really sure, you know, why that is, but it's, uh, it's, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting for the next few months to see how this all goes down and, you know, when we can expect to see them sitting behind the little glass panels at your, uh, your local retailer. Yeah, yeah, it's you know, just hold on a little bit longer, people. <laughs> yeah, don't longer. spend your tax return. <laughs> <laughs> Give it to Sony uh, scalpers. Yeah, it's it just it doesn't help anybody doing that. Um, but how amazing would that be for these people that are selling these things at such a high price? They have like thirty of them in stock, and then no one buys any of them. Well, you it's know, like, it's well, funny that I mean, that's the risk. With- um, like sports cards that you know I collect and getting them at retail. If you collect sports cards, you know right now it's nearly impossible. Um, but people buy up all these boxes, and then when the next product comes out, they're stuck with them. And you know you can see it when they come out. You know slowly going down in price, and you're like, yeah, that's right, you're stuck with them now. <laughs> <laughs> so you know sometimes you might have to sell it for a loss, and 
I hope that's the case. You know, I hope that's, I hope these people get stuck with them. You know, we'll see. I can't blame them for trying to make money. And, you know, I can't, but at a certain point, Which, I mean, yeah, I mean, it, it, you have to hope for, you know, it gets to the point where they have to start selling them for a loss and, you know, maybe that deters, but it's like, if you're going out and buying these things, even if you're, you know, a grandma that is loaded and, you know, you can spend your money on whatever, you don't care anymore. Like, just don't do it. You're supporting you're supporting a bad business practice that is just it's not good. It's it's not good for, I guess, consumers that are trying to purchase this product. Um man, it's it's so annoying. And it's like there's so many people that are doing it. So it's like, you know, it, it does work to some extent. I just like I said, I don't know what extent that works at. And hopefully, hopefully they can't sell any of these things and they uh they get upset. So <laughs> <laughs> that's that's really what I'm hoping for. That'll be the you know the nice timeline. We'll see if it happens. Yeah, I'm sure we'll be able to update because at some point in time we're going to see them in stock and we'll get to go on eBay and see all of these uh, all these different prices because I I've I've written down all the sellers' names so I know exactly where to find them and I can actually kind of keep track of them myself. So it's going to be cool to see that price eventually drop down to uh, to normal and hopefully underneath that at some point because then you'll get yours and we'll be doing your uh, reaction video or podcast yeah yeah i'm excited for that i'm definitely excited for that so uh dakota was there any anything else you wanted to touch upon with ps5 or you think you're uh, you're good for this episode i think that's pretty set you know that's what i have now um i'm sure you know anything that i i find out or uh anything new you know next time we get together here we'll we'll discuss but that's pretty much it for now. That sounds good. Uh, I guess your homework is to uh, to taste your PS5 Blu-ray. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, I'll have that. I'll be more prepared next time. <laughs> or taste the PS5 itself. We didn't talk about <laughs> how the actual console's plastic taste. Is it a high-grade plastic? We don't I know. I wonder if I did that and put it on YouTube if I get any views. You probably would. You probably if you just put PlayStation Five taste test. This is a short video of you just licking your PlayStation Five. <laughs> <laughs> you have to make sure you get you have to get under the wings uh, uh ew patent pending pending <laughs> everybody's thinking about doing that don't i mean if you made a video of you like shaving off the you know extra plastic at the top you'd probably get even more <laughs> so playstation um, improvement oh i saw a funny video i can't remember what it was it was something like that though they were like uh i think they were shooting the ps5 and they were like ps5 like gun test and they just shot it and they were like does not perform well. <laughs> it's not bulletproof. Yeah, it's definitely not bulletproof. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah, I mean, you could always do a PS5 uh, drop test. I mean, it's always something you could do. Oh, God. I get a lot of shatter. views. <laughs> this you can smack with a shovel or something. Into a million pieces. <laughs> it's so heavy. <laughs> and it's not like the GameCube, you know, that could take a hit. Oh, my God. Yeah. You just, you know, George Costanza, it just tie it on like a rope to the back of your car and just drive it around the parking lot. <laughs> it still works, guys. It, it just, you know, while you're talking about it, it's going to hear you. Yeah. <laughs> Not turn on for me. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, well, I guess we'll uh, we'll talk about all that and more in the next episode of Game Pinions. Yeah, that's pretty much it. You guys can check us out on uh, GamePinions.net and all the other amazing podcast platforms. Uh, we try to have an episode up every week. That has been the case recently, but we uh, we try, and that's that's all that matters in life is trying. So, Dakota, until next time, see, see ya. ya.